What's going on? It is your good sis list. And if you have been a faithful supporter and listener, first and foremost, thank you. Secondly, I want to apologize for disappearing. So it's been about seven months since my last episode uh, was recorded and published. So February 2021, and we are now in September 2021. I cannot believe I've been gone that long from this project that I started. I know you all understand and know that life happens, and I'll share that God has really been putting me through some really hard tests in my life. Uh, The hardest tests I've gone through to date, at least, because I already know more is to come. But I didn't feel like returning to do this at all. I'll be honest with you. However, I promised myself that I will complete season one of my podcast with eight to 10 episodes. If nothing else, I'm completing a season one. I'm completing my assignment. And with that being said, let me be your accountability and supportive reminder to finish planning and or executing that idea and vision that has come to you already. Just put one foot in front of the other and get it moving. No matter how hard it may feel to get going initially, this is officially your nudge. After this brief and also very catchy intro, stick around to assess how God may be testing you, a little of my story, and the closing gem. We back. So let me share that I was working for an organization for about four years, my most recent official job. And while there, God had revealed to me that I needed to begin preparing to close everything down in that season. My assignment there had ended and to prepare for a shift. God knew that I wasn't going to leave my job without some sort of push because I was just so committed to Uh, the work I was doing and the mission and all of those things. But as time went on, changes started to take place at the organization. For example, the program going virtual, that was kind of inevitable just due to COVID, staff being laid off and let go wrongfully, and seeing those placed in leadership positions truly reveal who they were. And my lack of confidence grew stronger and stronger in the leadership there. I also started to see my worth more clearly, and I just knew I wasn't meant to continue giving all of me in that place. A couple months prior to leaving, I started my YouTube channel, I started this podcast, and I started being a little bit more intentional about some side projects I was working on for other small businesses and influencers. I knew that if I started on these things, I would at least feel some bit of comfort uh, ending my formal job and my secure paycheck and jump and run a little bit more with those other projects. And I give a four weeks notice. I didn't even give a two weeks notice. I gave four weeks, which I have never done that before. And a couple of people were looking at me like, why did you give all that time? And I didn't need to explain why I did that. I just, I knew that was the right thing for me. Um, Not only was I being considerate of students, staff, stakeholders. I mean, so many people involved that I ended up having side conversations with that people don't know about uh, to process even me leaving. Some people were like understood. They just wished me well, which was really cool. 
But another part of it was the fact that I knew if I put it out there, that would hold me more accountable. Like once it's put out there, I'm definitely going to run after and chase after whatever that goal is. So, which is why sometimes I don't always put things out that I'm going to do or pursue until I'm officially locked in and knowing I'm going to do it. I don't like to just say I'm going to do something and then I don't even follow through on it. Another huge move that I had going on at the same time of me closing out things from that job was the fact that I was in the process of selling my condo. Anybody who has ever moved before, especially if you primarily have moved by yourself, that's one of the top five stressful things to do in life. I knew that it was time for me to move location-wise, energy-wise, and also it was the best time market and price-wise for me to sell my condo. And boy, was it. God bless me there. And I'm glad that I sold it instead of rented it out just because I honestly didn't even want to be tied to that condo unit anymore. I will invest in real estate at another time. I'm now staying with my mom. And I didn't want to share that initially, but I was like, you know what? Forget it. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know, owe anybody to be perfect and have a five-bedroom house right now in my life. Like, I'm still single. <laughs> you know, I don't have any kids. So this actually made sense. And I can save the little bit of money <laughs> that I do have right now as I'm making some transitions. So I put that out there as well, because if someone is contemplating maybe downsizing, quote unquote, or moving back home, and it makes sense for you, there's no problem with it. Do what you got to do. Now, I heard from God when I left this job, when I sold my condo, God said, this will be a time when you rest and reset. I was really looking forward to it because I bust my off at my last job for everybody. The day before my last day at work, which was Thursday, July 8th, 2021, I called off because that was my big move day. And then I planned to finish my last day on the job on Friday, July 9th, 2021. On my move day, which was on Thursday, I received a call from the hospital in which they were asking me screening questions about my dad's health. They were very vague and in full transparency, I didn't make a really big deal out of this because I'm usually listed as his emergency contact and I periodically get calls to verify certain information. I continued to go on about my day, which included an extremely stressful move day, but it is what it is. Later in the day, I got another phone call from my dad's employer and they shared that my dad had been rushed to the ER a couple of days ago and they had just found my contact information. I was so disappointed with myself. I thought, how could I be so wrapped up and moving and closing out this job that I didn't even bother to try to get in touch with my dad to see if he was okay. I extended grace towards myself and I moved on. After about a two-month stay, he is officially home and my brother and I are working with him and a medical care team we are extremely grateful for. I'm leaving out a lot, a lot of details right now just out of privacy and respect for my family, but I'll share that this has been the hardest experience of my life. Making one to two trips daily to the hospital and now to his home every day, planning out meals for both of us, medication management and modification, assisting with daily needs, coordinating and being on top of occupational, speech, physical therapist, cardiology, neurology appointments, 
The list goes on. Your girl was exhausted. I'm still tired now, but I'm not I'm not as drained as I was before. I had several days and nights where I just was moving around like a zombie. Like my body just was guiding me to the places I knew I needed to be at certain times, but I I just was out of it because it, it just was a lot. I could not believe my life as a 32-year-old woman turned into me now living with my mom and being a student in college again. I felt like I was going backwards. And on top of that, I was going through my own counseling with doing so much for my dad, who I admittedly didn't really have a relationship with as an adult. We had no issues, but we just didn't really communicate. So for this condition to kind of come out of nowhere, no fault to him, you know, they're still trying to figure out the cause in general for this condition. It just put so many things of my in my life on, or I thought on pause and made me pivot in my life. And I just wasn't prepared for it. I just, I just didn't have this in mind. I literally had to push any resentment, confusion, anger, sadness, any bit of that, that I was still potentially holding on maybe from childhood or maybe even adulthood with our relationship. I had to put all of that to the side and jump into go mode to help him fight for his life. Close family and friends knew about what was going on, and I'm so grateful for them all. I vented, we prayed, I received help. That's something I rarely do. So that's a lesson in this for me too. But for this battle, I had to surrender and accept help in several different ways. I remember one week, about a couple weeks ago, actually, I was studying and in between making appointments with specialists and looking into resources from community agencies I just stopped and I cried so intensely right in the middle of my mom's living room. I had so much work piling up and I barely even understood any of it. (laughs) And I just cried for help from God. My mom later saw me and I remember just venting to her, telling her, I don't understand how God said this is the time for me to rest and reset. And everything that's going on is the exact opposite of that. I was also upset with God because not only are the classes I'm taking really hard for me, I enrolled in a particular field to better understand God and to serve God better. And don't get me started on me going through all of this stuff and constantly seeing the posts and the wins from other people with things happening in their lives. I had to quickly combat and denounce any negative thoughts and just begin praying for others, showing them love. It was nobody else's fault that God had me in the middle of what I had going on and still do. (laughs) And it's not even like me not to show love to others in any season that they are in, in any season that I'm in. But remember, I said I'm going through one of the hardest tests in my life right now. I had to get me right and put things in perspective. And I started to ask God to reveal to me you know, why are you testing me? Like, what areas are you testing me in? And God revealed some things. So I wanted to give a backstory of what I had and have going on right now, and then share to you the areas in which God is testing me. Because when you have a greater perspective of what is going on in your life, where God has you, you can have more peace in that season. You know what resources may be to use. You can fight better in that season, all of those things. So I want to help you as God and other resources have helped me in a very challenging season of my life. If you are in a hard life test, God may be trying to get you to number one, get closer to him. 
Maybe you have strayed too far away. You've been so busy following your path and not his. And this could have happened this year or years ago. But God has a unique way of shutting things down in our lives when he feels that enough is enough. Even if he lets us continue to go down on the path that we choose to go on that's out of his will, he'll let us stray away for years at times. But when the time comes and he declares enough is enough, enough is enough with the addiction, the numbing, the hiding, the running, you get the gist. He's going to shut some stuff down for you. Sometimes God wants you to get closer to him because you are about to have a huge circumstance or experience come into your life and God wants you prepared. This can be a traumatic or a tragic circumstance coming or a huge blessing that God doesn't want you to fumble on because you didn't keep your eyes and heart on God while receiving the blessing. During this time, you will likely feel alone. You may even feel sad because of it. Your loved ones might not even give you the same level of time and attention, but don't take it personal though. Use this time to pray more, fast, build your relationship and perspective on your life with God. There have been several times recently where God will tell me not to call people or to listen to certain things. He tell me to disconnect from all social media, just be still and silent with him. So I encourage you to be still and silent with God some more. There is peace, clarity, and comfort in that space. Number two, if you're in a hard life test, God may be trying to test and strengthen your faith in him. When you are being tested, the purpose isn't to scare you off, but God certainly does want you to be so stretched that even when you want to give up, you choose to have faith in him and keep going. This is also a great opportunity for you to see the faith or lack thereof that is within you. If you know that you are aligned with God, you are being obedient to God, I encourage you to have faith in that and know that this alignment and faith is pleasing to God. Remember, he won't put more on you than you can bear and know that he is covering you the whole way. And each step that you take, he has provision, he has resources, they're waiting for you. He will provide you with exactly what you need. And before you know it, Each time you faith your way through something, you have strengthened your faith more and more. God may have you in a life test if God is requiring you to sacrifice, sacrifice to get through. You may need to sacrifice some time, energy, money, just to name a few, but I promise God will return all of it plus more. Remember to keep the faith. And how about I'm just realizing that I'm gaining back so much time with my dad as an adult. I spent some money in some places recently, which I feel like I didn't have it. And then God allowed my condo to be sold for an amazing amount for me to reap even more. So now that I'm thinking about it, while I'm still in this test, God is sending me the blessings, giving me some breakthrough revelation moments. I've been learning so much about my dad's upbringing, his motivations, his mindset, his pain, his humor. Some I knew, but he's putting a lot of confirmation to things. He's revealing a lot of vulnerability. And that to me is huge, especially from a black man. If God has you in a place where you need to sacrifice, 
One moment you will be thinking you wasted so much time in a season of your life because God has you doing what he needed you to do. And then the next moment, how have you launched into your next season? Depending on where he has you going, people might even be looking at you wondering, okay, where did this person come from? How did you jump the line? But many people who ask that question may not truly know how God works. And don't get me wrong, there are definitely plenty of people that we all probably have looked at and we're already looking at them like, them, God, that's who you appointed at this top position while you had me here? Word of advice, mind your business. Just mind your business. You are worried about the wrong thing. People show you only a little bit of what they have going on. We have no idea how God has tested them before, if they're currently struggling in a test, or what tests are to come. So worry about yourself. And lastly, number four, if you're going through a test right now, God may be trying to get you to stretch your patience. I had a moment earlier during this testing season where I kind of slipped up and said, God, now you told me you were going to give me X, Y, and Z. And then I was like, oh my gosh, did I just tell God I was anticipating and waiting for some worldly or flesh-like things? But I needed that. God revealed to me where my head, heart, and intentions were around certain things I desired and that he told me I would have, but it was very immature and bratty of me to even announce it like that. God was like, yeah, so you see that right there? I'm breaking you of all of that. I'm humbling you of all of that. I'm changing your perspective on some things. It was crazy to hear God tell me he was humbling me more because I already felt like I was a really humble person. But wait a minute. Not me being arrogant about me being humble. Oh boy. Let me just anticipate the large slice of humble pie coming to me this week for even making that statement. But it's true. Sometimes God will try to stretch your patience. Before I wrap up, I sincerely pray that this episode provided clarity. I pray that my unfinished testimony was helpful. I pray that you stay committed and obedient to where God needs you. I pray for those who strayed, and you know who you are as I'm saying this. I pray that you surrender, come back to God, spend time with God. And if you need to repent and apologize, do that. God is a very forgiving God, but he wants to hear from you. Lastly, I pray for peace and strength in the midst of the storm. And now for the closing gem. Some storms bring us rain. Some storms bring us light. Some storms are damaging, but they leave us with insight. Take pictures during the storms to remember what each brought. Admire all of the beauty in them and the lessons that they've taught. Chase after those storms of life instead of turning the other way. These storms aren't our enemy. They are here to promote change. I apologize because I don't know the exact author of that poem, but I really liked it and I felt it was fitting for this episode. Feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, Latrell, L-A-T-R-E-L-L-E. I drop a lot of gems there as well. And if you can rate me on whatever app or platform you are using, whether it be a thumbs up, some stars. I'm not going to tell you how to rate me, um, but I would really greatly appreciate it. Until next time, take care. Thank you.